This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, September 29th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's state of lines. Vilsack's message for farmers. FDA issues healthy proposal. More soybean acres needed. Vilsack. Plenty of demand for crops despite diet emphasis. White House Hunger and Nutrition Conference is in the books. Now the question is, how much of the White House food strategy will be put in practice? And what will it mean for the ag and food sectors? Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says corn and soybean growers shouldn't be worried about the negative emphasis on processed foods. We've asked questions in the dietary guidelines about processed food, Vilsack said. And I think it's a legitimate question to ask. But at the same time, we're also looking at sustainable aviation fuel that's going to come from a lot of agriculture products. So there's going to be plenty of opportunity and plenty of demand, including for exports, Vilsack said. Now take note, one of the panels at the event Senator Cory Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, said we need to put the F back into the FDA. And he called out the amount of sugar and salt in massively processed foods. New York City Mayor Eric Adams credited a plant-based diet with curing his diabetes. As the conference ended, Representative Jim McGovern, the Massachusetts Democrat, told AgriPulse he thought the day helped energize food and nutrition activists. FDA plan triggers new debate over healthy labeling. The maker of Kind Nutrition Bars is claiming a victory of sorts after the FDA proposed new regulations for labeling foods as healthy. Kind North America filed a petition in 2015 that would play a role in the agency's overhaul of the regulations a rule that reflects current nutrition, science, and dietary guidelines for Americans is a win for public health, and that's a win for us, says kind CEO Russell Stokes. Keep in mind, the proposed regulations would require products labeled healthy to contain a meaningful amount of foods recommended by the dietary guidelines, including fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. But one of the big challenges for food companies is that the proposed regulations also would have limits on the content of saturated fats, sodium, and added sugars. The International Dairy Foods Association says the limits on saturated fats and added sugars would prevent some nutrient-dense dairy products from being labeled as healthy, and the sodium limit would be a barrier for cheese. Ignoring the benefits of milk fat will be a lost opportunity to embrace newer science and will contribute to ongoing confusion about the healthfulness of all dairy products, IDFA said. The bottom line? Well, FDA requested and is going to get a lot of input from industry and elsewhere on the proposed regulations. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Analysis. Whopping boost in soy acres needed. To Secretary Vilsack's point about the future of crop demand, a new report from CoBank estimates that 17.9 million additional acres of U.S. soybeans will be needed to meet the needs of the nation's growing renewable diesel industry. That would be a 21% increase over this year's acreage. Keep in mind, the estimate is based on announced increases in refining capacity. The nation's renewable diesel production capacity is expected to grow six-fold to 6.5 billion gallons annually by 2030, that due to the renewable fuel standard and California's low-carbon fuel standard. Insurance endorsement expands. More corn farmers will be eligible to purchase an insurance policy endorsement that's intended to promote better stewardship of fertilizer. The post-application coverage endorsement, or PACE, sold for the first time this spring will be available in most counties of Iowa, Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Plus, the product will still be offered in areas of Indiana, Kansas, Michigan, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, and South Dakota. The endorsement protects farmers who are unable because of field conditions to make a fertilizer application during the growing season. FDA's Caliph. We've got to really look at this differently now. FDA Commissioner Robert Caliph told the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture that his agency can't give the American public what it needs for public health without a strong relationship with state agencies. He called for the use of more information technology to enhance FDA's relationship with state partners, noting that cloud computing was made to enable people to look at common data and information. Speaking at a Zoom interview with California Agriculture Secretary Karen Ross, Calif also underscored the magnitude of the task ahead of us due to climate change, which he said threatens food supplies around the world. Now keep in mind, Caliph asked the Reagan Udall Foundation to evaluate the agency's human food program with the goal of giving the food side of the FDA the attention it deserves. The foundation is holding a public meeting on the issue today and Friday. FAO chief warns of coming food availability crisis. The resumption of grain and vegetable oil exports from Odessa and Ukraine is helping to lower food prices in the world's poorest countries. But more needs to be done to prevent a potential, quote, food availability crisis, UN Food and Agriculture Organization Director General Q Dong-Yu said yesterday at a meeting of G20 agriculture ministers in Bali. 
called the Black Sea Grain Initiative an important step forward, but stressed the need for more low-cost financing to enable low-income nations to import more ag commodities, as well as expanding access to fertilizers for farmers in developing nations. Ag Transport Group issues warning for Mississippi River barges. Water levels are dropping on the Mississippi River, making it difficult for barge operators, according to Mike Steenhoek, Executive Director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. The issue is particularly about south of St. Louis, according to Steenhoek, who said little rain is expected in the near term. Farm labor contractor pleads guilty. A farm labor contractor in Florida has pled guilty to racketeering and forced labor charges in connection with a scheme that victimized Mexican workers who came to the U.S. as a part of the H-2A program. Vladimir Monero and his co-conspirators charged Mexican farm workers exorbitant sums to come to the U.S. on short-term H-2A visas to work for Monero's company, the Justice Department said. Then he and his co-conspirators coerced over a dozen workers into providing long hours of physically demanding agriculture labor six to seven days a week for minimal pay. Here's today's He Said It. We're good at productivity. We're good at innovation and technology. And we're good at efficiency. Climate policy done well will reward that. And I think U.S. agriculture and U.S. forestry could stand to benefit. That Robert Bonney, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, speaking at the NASDA meeting yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, September 29th. Brought to you by Washington Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.